it's Nikki on the Beautiful Fashion Podcast, and today I'm really excited to talk with Metali Saxena, the CEO of Fashion, and we are talking about all things fashion today. How are you doing, Metali? I'm very good. Thank you, Nikki, for having me over. Lovely to talk to you. Well, it's great to talk to you. I'd like to first talk about what inspired fashion. Sure. Um, I actually do not belong to the fashion industry from my education. What inspired is the existing issue of body confidence in a lot of women. The reason I came up with fashion is because I felt there was a need for a brand, a fashion brand, to go away from traditional fashion media where, you know, you, you talk about women by zero walking on the ramp. But there are women out there who love their body, who embrace the body just the way they are, and they are very fashionable. So we needed a platform, a voice to represent them. That was the idea about how we came up with the brand fashion and the business model kind of evolved into styling women. And we said, we want to style the women, uh, all our women, just the way they are. We're not trying to change them. Let them embrace their own body type, their skin color, just the way they look. And we provide clothing to make them feel the best version of themselves. The body positivity movement has been commonly misinterpreted by a lot of people as a celebration of obesity. But that's really far from what it is. Can you explain what body positivity actually means? Sure. To me, body positivity means uh, embracing who you are. It doesn't have to be, you know, a size 22 lady. It doesn't have to be a size 0 woman. It ha- it's, it's got to do with just the way you are. In your body, some people feel that they're not confident in their skin color or their hair color. So to me, it means that you are confident, you feel good in your own body, whether you, it doesn't matter what size you are, it doesn't matter where your lungs and thumbs are, it doesn't matter how your skin is, uh, your hair is, you are just embracing yourself truly. So how can fashion empower women? So in terms of fashion, we say that, you know, um, a woman, when when she walks into an office wearing something like a color red, it boosts confidence, right? Mm -hmm. So styling yourself and feeling the best version of you, like I said, in your own body, I think that brings an empowerment. A lot of women, you know, feel that because there is some lack. They feel lack and they don't want to wear certain type of clothing because they feel They don't feel good about it. But what we want to make sure with our brand and in general and in this society is that we want to make sure that everyone feels good about how they dress themselves up, how they feel when they wear certain clothes. It should make them feel the best of themselves. Like it it should make them feel confident walking into a public space or even just being by yourself. You know, some women feel great when they wear joggers and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is such a a challenge is going out and finding those clothes that make you feel great. Mm -hmm. What kinds of challenges have you found women face when they're actually out shopping for their own clothes? In general, it's about a lot of women find it difficult to find their sizes and things that they feel would look best on themselves and that's why what we are doing came about is we wanted to see people in their body type and just the way they look. But when it comes to clothing styles and cuts, it totally makes a difference how you dress yourself up. So women have challenges, you know, looking at themselves saying, okay, I'm really big on the say, I'm just giving, throwing out an example. I just delivered a baby and I have, you know, a little weight over my tummy and uh, wearing a very tight top, um, you know, makes me feel even bigger. So how do we dress them up? That's our job. We make sure that, you know, people who have certain issues, problem areas, whatever you want to call them, but they don't need to 
hide them necessarily or feel bad about it, but dress themselves in a way that looks perfect on them. So that is one of the benefits of working with a stylist. What others are there? Again, someone helping you choose clothing for your body type, making sure that you look, they make you look good in, in what you are. Um, not necessarily changing you, like I said. Um, a lot of the times women feel, like I said, you know, they have confidence issues in just their own body. So I, I feel that a stylist can help them go a little beyond in what they usually would normally wear or the way they would feel in their current clothing and take a chance and see how they feel in something totally different that could that they never thought about and who knows that might just you know make you feel so much better than uh, your your current clothing the way you dress up every day uh, i'll just give you my own example i you know i feel that every morning when i'm coming to the office it boosts my mood like if i'm wearing very dull clothes or if i'm wearing uh, you know a lot of browns i feel like it's bringing my energy down. When I wear brighter colors, I feel like it's a whole different scenario. I feel better as my mood elevates. And I don't really care like if a color is trending in a season or not. But again, being a stylist can help you with you know your skin color, your eyes, what makes you look best in your skin tone, what brings up the color in your eyes, things like that. Most of us can't afford a stylist, to be real. But <laughs> luckily, <laughs> there are companies online that offer styling at affordable prices. So what kind of information is used to style someone that you've never met? So most important is knowing your sizing. It's important to know what size of bra you wear, what's, what's your height, what's your weight. If you can provide information about your skin tone, the best would be if you can upload a picture of yourself. So that way a stylist can have a picture in mind while dressing you up. Because remember, you're doing it online, you're not doing it in person. So it's very hard to imagine what would look good on a person without even seeing them. Something recently that we've added on to help our styling a lot and as, well as the customers is doing a one-on-one video calls. Again, it's affordable. We don't charge anything. It's free of cost if you're styling with us. That really helps because we understand, you know, women's needs. It's important to understand things like what areas do you want to flaunt, what you want to hide. Like some women say, oh, I work out a lot, so I want to show my back. Some women would say, no, I haven't worked out a lot, so I want to wear longer tops. Things like that, it's very important for your stylist to know when you're doing it online. Um, in store, it's a different experience. When you're trying on clothes and someone can tell you, hey, this looks good, this doesn't look good. But when you're doing it online, giving them a Pinterest board or an inspiration, like I like this person's style, also really helps because then they can understand what you're looking for. Why did you decide to start a fashion box in a competitive industry? Because there are lots of them out there. I had my own experience with uh, competitors. I'm in Florida and I received a box of sweaters in Florida in the month of July or August. (laughs) 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 And uh, that was, and now I have to go back and return in the, you know, post office and lose my styling fee or, you know, all the jazz. That's when the idea came up to me. I'm like, okay, this is something any busy woman would need, but how do we eliminate this whole, you know, wrong styling, so to speak, and not lose money? How we've done it differently is our first styling is free. So when you come on, at least you you know that if I'm trying it, I'm not losing $20. Second, very important fact is a preview option. So had I seen what they were sending me, I would have probably changed up things or canceled my session. But 
I didn't have that option. So on fashion, we make sure that our customers actually have a say. They see the the seven pieces, they pick the five pieces they want. They can swap them out. They can have some more options. They can cancel the session again. Making sure that it's it's easy and it's it's like I said, per session of free. So it's it's user friendly. I would say when you're trying out something new. I had I hadn't tried out any other selling service before, but my first experience was so bad that I didn't want to do it again. <laughs> Yeah, I I've had experiences with style boxes in the past that I was very unhappy with and you think it's great when you sign up for these because they're like, "Oh, you can send anything back. You only get charged for the pieces that you keep." But then they send you a great box and then the next month they send you a box and you don't like any of the things. You feel like the stylist isn't really trying to identify those pieces yeah. right that that you're actually yeah. going to wear. Again, it goes back to the personal styling uh, that I said. You know, I feel that a lot of these companies, because they are scaling and they feel that they can run algorithms to style people, that really doesn't help. Uh, if someone is paying you to get styled, paying you a fee, we really are looking for a personalized option. So that's why we introduced our one-on-one video styling for free. We said our customers need to know we care. And our stylists need to know what they can do better for our customers. So the whole experience of knowing a customer on a video chat really helped us and the client. And at any, I mean, if you ask me even from a business standpoint, I've never pushed like an algorithm. I'm a data person. I'm an engineer by my education, but and I use data for everything but for styling. I think that styling needs to be done by a human mm-hmm. because there's there's so many things um, that a person would say during a video session or in their request that can be interpreted using a machine language algorithm. We've talked a lot about how to make people feel good, but there's another aspect to shopping that I think is really really important. It's something that I've been paying mm-hmm. a lot of attention to lately, and that's where our clothes come from. Knowing hey. where our clothes come from is just as important as finding clothes that make you feel good, in my opinion. So. Why do we need to be concerned with the production of our clothes? Responsible ethical fashion obviously means that you know you should know where the fabric is, where the fabric's coming from, what about the working conditions. Just as a company and company values, we make sure that everyone's treated right. There's no, you know, there are enough breaks. We we actually we are like a family. We all eat together, to be honest. So mm. things like that are very important, and the way fashion industry is going right now everyone's looking for fast fashion cheap stuff they don't care about quality they, they don't care about where it came from but i think being responsible human being would help us in the long run because we don't know where this how you're selling a top for 10 dollars where is it made how is it made where the work is actually treated well i think that's a very important concern for all of us together like we can be treating people again we don't know where it's made first of all so it's very hard to tell how the conditions were they never they would never tell us when shopping for, for the brands uh, we bring in fashion uh, at fashion i always make sure that you know i find out exactly where the sourcing is how is the ethical is it ethical or is it not what are the working conditions at their factories even if they're not doing it in the us we try and bring most brands from the us so that you know we know that labor laws are obeyed um, but if it's coming from outside what happens there um, are they following all rules and conditions for their uh, workers or not? So, again, 
you can go for cheap stuff and not care, but in the long run, it's going to hurt all of us. And I feel that we should be responsible enough to find out buying fast fashion over versus buying sustainable fashion. What's better for us? And sustainability is really a complicated mm-hmm. statement. But what does shopping sustainably mean to you? Like you said, it's a complex sentence. Sustainability in terms of the merchandising and brand, to me, it means making sure that you're not overbuying. Making sure that, you know, it's not something that's going to be wasted. Wastage of clothes means wastage of so many things, labor, water, all of that. The other aspect that I feel is important and we follow is vegan. We don't bring any clothes that are not vegan friendly. And there's another reason for that. I'm a, I'm a big animal lover, apart from being, <laughs> I think it also contributes towards sustainability, making sure that no animals are killed you know, we want to believe in green. Look at the temperature changes. We just talked about it. You know, what's happening over here? Are we hurting our environment? In what ways? I think that's, again, goes back to our responsibility as human beings to make, make sure that we are not hurting trees, animals, and just because we want to wear something really fashionable on our body for five minutes. The way we've decided on bringing on new vendors one of the brands that we brought on for accessories is made off of grass. It's a very good example for sustainability because the way they work, you know, following all, you know, labor laws, obviously, they don't pull out the grass uh, randomly in random amounts. It's very calculated that, you know, for this season, we only need this much. So this is the grass that we need to pull out. Otherwise, you know, it's going to get wasted. Why pull things out of the, the environment when you don't need it? So things like that are very important. And I think, you know, a lot of us are taking that step towards it and becoming more conscious. It's becoming a more well-spoken topic in the industry. But it's just a movement, you know, a lot of people need to participate and make sure that we're all contributing towards sustainability. So how can we, as consumers, Mm -hmm. make a conscious effort to shop more sustainably? Don't overbuy. <laughs> I know a lot of women like to buy a lot of clothing. And if you do, if you are an average shopper, maybe you can start recycling and give it away to thrift stores. We, in fact, have our own uh, Facebook group, which is a private group, where we let our clients trade things. So if they buy a few things and they say, okay, I want it for a couple of months. I want to resell it to someone else. They can do that. So making sure, you know, things like, recycling clothes, not throwing it away, not overbuying it, you know, just being conscious of being aware of your spending habits when it comes to concerns. Clothing is very important. And again, you can do a little bit of research. You do research about clothes, you know, the styles that you wear. Why not research a little bit more about where it's coming from? I think as consumers, that's totally applicable, not just for brands. So you mentioned vegan earlier, and that seems to be a buzzword mm-hmm. these days. It refers to so much more than a diet, <laughs> obviously. So why why is buying vegan products so much better? Like I said, for me as a personal, my own opinion, I'm a big animal lover, and uh, we in fact contribute towards animal charities. So. To me, it's very important to make sure that nothing, no animal is hurt in this whole process of buying and selling clothes. In general, it goes back to, like I said, you know, hurting our environment. We see it very little, but I think every person, I mean, everyone over here doesn't really see how much one can impact overall. It's like a drop in the ocean, but there's 
enough people who can actually bring in that change. You said vegan about eating habits. It's not about just eating animals. It's about wearing animals too. You you know, how many animals are killed to make a pair of leather pants? You know, they go through testing. It's just, um, it's just not, uh, it's a wastage of animal, water, gas, you know, it's everything and you're hurting the environment overall. I feel it's not a buzzword, but it's uh, it's a social responsibility for all of us to make sure that we are not over abusing, like wearing fur. People say, oh, it's just, we don't hurt animals because, you know, we just shave them off. That's not true. <laughs> you know, again, being a little bit more conscious about how you are shopping, what you're shopping for would help overall our environment and making sure that not just us, but our future generations also live happily. Mm -hmm. And one thing I love about fashion is that you partner with Second Chance Rescue NYC. Mm -hmm. Will you expand Mm -hmm. a little bit on that partnership? I'm an animal lover. I think I've said this a few times (laughs) on the show. (laughs) Very clear. Um, I'm a dog mom and uh, it was a very, um, it was my calling to make sure that our company is purposeful and not fi- financially driven. That's a value that we've always lived by, not just by me, but our team as well. So making sure that, like I said in the beginning of the show, making sure women feel good in just the way they are, we're not trying to change them, is our overall mission. But at the, and at the same time, the way our business is going, we wanted to make sure we are contributing to our society. So animals being something that I'm really fond of, like, you, like I said a few times, I did a bit of research, actually, on uh, charities. And a lot of the charities, unfortunately, take up a lot of funds towards their administration costs. And I found Second Chance NYC to be, in terms of their financials, they could prove that most of the funds were going towards saving animals and not towards administrative costs. So that's how why the, why we picked um, them. And we contribute $1 per box that is shipped out towards that charity. And we're hoping to you know, expand it into other cities and you know, hopefully we can make better contributions in the coming months. That is fantastic. And I love Fashion's motto, love yourself, love your body. So what can we do for ourselves to help live by that motto? I think we just need to be able to look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful just the way I am. You know, there are doubts. I've gone through doubts, and I'm sure a a lot of women listening to this show would feel the same, that, you know, some days you look perfect, some days you tell yourself, no, I'm not looking as good. But those are the days you have to tell yourself that no matter what happens, no matter how I look, I still love myself. Bringing love to yourself can only happen through you. It cannot happen through external environment. Yes, you can dress yourself up to make yourself good. But once you feel good about yourself, I think dressing and everything else just comes together. And like we said, every every message that we give to our clients from our uh, collateral to speaking to brand, we always say love yourself first because everything will just fall into place after that. Thank you so much for your time today, Matali. I've really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you so much, Nikki. And great talking to you as well.